I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday and it is October and it feels like fall. What a blessing. I hope you've enjoyed uh, the summer, and I hope you've enjoyed the warm weather. Uh, last week, of course, was just perfect, but now this week it's starting to feel a little more like fall. We got a lot of rain over the weekend, and uh, today it has cooled off, and it feels good. And I hope you're having a wonderful day on this Monday, October 3rd. We're glad to have you with us on the radio, 95.9 FM. Those listening on the podcast and those on the radio app, we're glad to have you with us today, uh, or whatever day you're listening to the podcast. That's the benefit of the podcast is you can go back and listen uh, later on. You can go back and listen to earlier broadcasts, but we're glad to have you with us. Those on Facebook, thank you for tuning in today. And those who are watching on YouTube, we're glad to have you. And I hope you've had a good start to your Monday morning. And uh, we had a great weekend here at Victory Baptist Church. Had good services yesterday. Uh, had a young lady that got saved yesterday morning uh, from our bus ministry. And praise God. And thank you to those who, who give and those who pray and those who serve uh, in our bus ministry. And uh, that is certainly a blessing there. Uh, last week, uh, what a blessing, our revival with Pastor Treber. Monday night, Tuesday night. It's hard to believe that was just a week ago. Time is flying by. Uh, but we had a wonderful time. I felt like all week my schedule was off because we didn't have church Wednesday night. Uh, our teachers went to a, a conference in South Carolina. They made it back safely. Uh, I say they got ahead of the, the hurricane, but actually I think they were in it for a little bit, but they, they got ahead of the worst part of it. And uh, they made it back and everyone, everyone's good. We had a good day yesterday in church. And we're looking forward to a great week. I want to remind our ladies, and not just from our church, but other ladies in our area, uh, you're welcome to join us tomorrow evening at 7 o'clock here at Victory Baptist Church, Roanoke Rapids. Now, we have a ladies' fellowship, and there'll be a time of food, and it'll be a, a, cha a challenge, a Bible a lesson from Mrs. Emily Ford. She is a pastor's wife in California. She's back here. She'll be visiting her brother, uh, who is a member of our church and is a uh, part of the sheriff's department, Brother Jake. And so I hope that you'll come, ladies, tomorrow night. And then I want to also put in a plug for Saturday. This coming Saturday, October the 8th, is our annual harvest party for our church. And uh, our school families are welcome to come as well. But we're going to have it at the school property. And it'll be a great time of food. We'll have activities. We'll have uh, just a wonderful time for the, the children. There'll be bounce houses. There'll be a hayride. And we'll have a bonfire. We'll have some softball and volleyball and horseshoes and all of that. It'll be a wonderful time. Uh, it's at 5 o'clock this Saturday. Please mark your calendar. Uh, don't wait till Saturday and then say, oh, yeah, I forgot that was tonight. Mark your calendar. Plan on it. 
and I hope you'll plan to come. It's supposed to be a beautiful day. We'll see when it gets here, but it's supposed to be just perfect. And uh, then next Sunday will be a great day as well. And then our Teen Spectacular, one week from today. And I hope you plan to come. Brother Nathan has already put in a lot of work. He's already gone to some of the schools. He'll be going to some of the schools this week. Uh, we're passing out flyers. Uh, we want everybody to know all teens are welcome to come and church members are welcome to come too. We want you to be a part of the service, but for the teens, we'll have prizes, we'll have giveaways. Uh, there will be a Bible message. It'll be a help, I promise you, with Brother Kenny Baldwin uh, next Monday and next Tuesday. I hope you keep that in mind. Busy month in October. It's exciting times, and I'm thankful we could be a part of a church where there's a lot going on and a lot of things to help see people saved and to see people encouraged, to see families and to see Christians grow in the Lord. A happy birthday yesterday to Robin Bohannon, and then today, happy birthday to Jimmy Clements, Brian Bohannon, and Mike Mosley, hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day today. And then a happy anniversary today to Charlie and Melody Beaver. And I hope you'll pray for them. Brother Charlie had surgery this morning. And uh, I hope you'll be in prayer for uh, them and uh, congratulate these folks on uh, these special days. Let's pray today for our church, pray for our school, pray for all of our ministries, pray for our missionaries all around the world, and uh, pray that God will watch over them and uh, take care of them today. Here's a great song, uh, In the Depths of the Sea. I'm glad that if you're going to find my sins, you're going to have to go to the depths of the sea. And you better have a shovel, and you better have some equipment, and uh, you better you better be uh, you better be pretty well prepared for this expedition because nobody has ever gotten down to the very depths of the sea. And God says that our sins are buried in the depths of the sea. I'm glad for that. After this song, we'll get into our Bible study, and we will be in Psalm 144. I hope it'll be a blessing to you right after this song.
Amen for that. Aren't you glad that your sins have been forgiven and uh, you have been washed, you've been made clean, you've been justified and uh, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And your sins, they're gone as far as the east is from the west. So far hath he removed our transgressions from us. And I'm glad that uh, when we sin, I'm glad that God is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Praise the Lord for that. Psalm 144, verse number one. Blessed be the Lord, my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. That's an interesting verse. Verse two, he is, God is my goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer my shield and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. We see in this psalm, we see a very uh, interesting start to this psalm. And probably this is a psalm that was written after uh, David's battle with Goliath. Keep in mind, uh, David was just a shepherd boy with a sling in his hand. And now he has become a soldier uh, with a sword in his hand. Uh, now, he didn't go into the battle with a sword, but what he did, he picked up Goliath's sword and used that sword to chop off Goliath's head. Now, David became a soldier. He became a warrior. We have in our school, uh, our, our mascot for Victory Christian Academy, we are the Warriors. And uh, I took last year, I took a lot of our Wednesday chapels and we went through the armor of God found in Ephesians 6. Uh, this year, we've taken some time in the chapel service to talk, services to talk about how God uh, wants us to be a, a warrior. God wants us to be a soldier. And we've looked at some different soldiers. We've looked at uh, Gideon. We've started looking at some of David's mighty men. And, and God wants us to be mighty in the spiritual battles that we fight. Uh, historians tell us that knights, as far back as the 12th century, inscribed or engraved this verse on their swords. Psalm 144, verse 1. Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. Very interesting. Verse number 1, we see that the Lord is my strength. That's what David said. David said, God's not a part of my strength. He's not a percentage of my strength, but God is my strength. And I want to remind you today that God ought to be your strength. Uh, our strength, our strength is so small. Uh, our strength is so quickly exhausted. It so quickly runs out. Have you ever had a, a piece of equipment, uh, maybe a, a battery operated tool? And have you ever been working with that battery operated tool? And you say, I know that thing was fully charged when I started. And it seems like a few minutes into it, that thing is gone. And so what do you got to do? You got to stop what you're doing. You got to go back and wait for it to charge. Well, I want to tell you this. God's power, his supply never runs out. Your supply runs out. My supply runs out. We get exhausted. We become weary. But when we rely upon the Lord's strength, we will not uh, faint. Uh, we will not give up. We will not give in because God's strength is continual. Without him, the Bible says, we can do nothing. God taught David. He taught his hands to war and his fingers to fight. Keep in mind, after the battle with Goliath, there were a lot of things that were brand new to David. 
Yes, I know he killed the lion and he killed the bear while he was tending his father's sheep, but now he is facing soldiers. He is facing enemies. He is facing swords and, and spears and bows and arrows and weapons and strategies. And so now David learned something about armor. Now, he didn't put the armor on to go against Goliath, but I promise you in f the following battles that David went, I, I guarantee you he had some armor. I guarantee you he had a sword. I guarantee you he had weapons. David went into battles with strategy that God gave him to say, hey, here's how we're going to fight. Here's how we're going to win. David approached battles with preparation. David did not go into a battle already weak and weary and exhausted. I'm sure David went into a battle with strength and, and ready to fight. David was a shepherd, but God made him a soldier. David had a sling, but God gave him a sword. God certainly taught David very well. David couldn't ascribe his military accomplishments to some great general or some great soldier that taught him. But he said, I want to give all the glory to God. God is the one who taught me to fight. God is the one that gave me the ability to go to war. I want to tell you that God wants to teach you something today. God wants to teach me. David became a great soldier and David uh, was victorious in battle. And David even had a group of men that, that followed him. And those were called David's mighty men. But David pointed everything back to God and he said, it's God that taught me. It is God that instructed me. It is God that enabled me to fight. I wonder what God is trying to teach you today. You say, well, I think I need to go out and fight somebody. I'm not talking about physical fighting. I'm not talking about, you know, mixed martial arts or, or, uh, or uh, taekwondo or, you know, wrestling or boxing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about fighting some spiritual battles. And we all face spiritual battles and you're going to need God to teach you and to show you and to give you instruction in the way that you should go. God is the best teacher. If you'll listen to God, if you will read his word, you will learn. If you'll spend time with God, I promise you, you will be helped. Uh, some of the best teachers I've had in life, I learned from them in the classroom, but I learned from watching them. I learned from spending time with them. I wonder how much time we've spent with the Lord. I wonder how much time we've spent in His presence. And the more you spend time in God's presence, the more it is going to be obvious that you've been with the Lord. Do you know God can help you with your temper? Do you know God can help you with your attitude? God can help you with uh, maybe gossip or criticism. God can help you with pride. God can help you with bitterness. God can help you with all those things. If you'll spend time with Him, I promise you, you'll be more and more like he wants you to be. We're in a battle. We must allow God to teach us how to fight that battle. The New Testament reminds us that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. I want to encourage you to get those spiritual weapons. I want to encourage you to get that sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. I want to encourage you to get a hold of the power of prayer and it is prayer that moves mountains. It is prayer that changes situations. It is prayer that changes you. It is prayer that changes me. And it is prayer that moves the hand of God. I want to encourage you. Let's let God teach us today. Let's let God instruct us. And let's be prepared for the battles. And be prepared for the spiritual warfare that we will face every day. I promise you, if you've not faced it yet today, hang on tight. It's coming. And when that battle comes, 
let's be ready to fight with the power of God. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you tomorrow. We'll continue in Psalm 144. On the winning side, yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.